I'm Aaron Goldschmidt. I'm Francesco Sedita. And we're Queens of the Roundtable. Hi, Queenies. Welcome. Hi, well, hi, Scott. Um, welcome back uh, to another episode of Queens of the Roundtable. Hi, everybody. Um, from quarantine. Francesco's here, and today we are with our very good friend Scott Saradarian, joining Hi, Scott. us from. Hi, everybody. Scott, where are Scott? Where are you right now? So I am Actually. coming to you from Pennsylvania. I am in Bucks Ooh. County, Pennsylvania, from the school that I work and live at, and I am. You, you want to name drop the school? Give them a shout out. The, I mean, yeah, sure. The school it, is called George School. It's, it's a great school, yeah. high, uh, Quaker boarding high school in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and right now I am. Of which you are an which which you are an alumni, right? Well, like, yeah. I mean, I was very enthusiastic when you first said, "Hey, Queenie." So I don't know how much time we have here as like sharing of queens. <laughs> that that could be a whole oh. other like range okay. of conversation. We, but yes, it sure I can. work at sure the school that be. I went to. And I have a, wow. a deep affection for, I believe in the school, I believe in the teaching here and the students. And I teach film here at the school for that ninth through awesome. 12th grade that high is school awesome. students. Um, well, listen, I hear Pennsylvania is like the next area to get real hit real hard with Jesus. the current pandemic. So please okay. stay safe. Um, you know, well, try to stay in as much as yeah, you can. Yeah, it's a very unusual please. time in all of our lives, but I feel pretty lucky it about is. weathering the storm here. A lot of support and a lot of uh, social distance precautions in place. Yeah. So, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Well, listen, I don't know if the world knows this or not, but you and our very own queen, Francesca Zedita, yeah. have written a graphic novel that is going to be released to the world on Tuesday, April 21st. It's um, true. It's yes. just very exciting. So yeah. we thought it would be a great week to have you on, Scott, to talk about the book, our relationships, maybe a little bit about how we all know each other, and a little bit about how we're all surviving quarantine, because great. every day is, is a new adventure. Yeah. Um, kind of like your book. Uh, yep. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, interestingly enough, it's a kind of a good time to be releasing a book like this because everybody's stuck at home and yeah. really need things to sort of escape into. And, you know, I'm I'm reading a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm watching a lot of TV, Francesco. I know you are, too. Yeah. But I, I'm reading. So before I get into the real questions, I just want to quickly ask, what are you reading right now, everybody? Yeah. Scott, what are um, you reading? Anything? Uh, yeah, I'm reading some things, but I honestly, I haven't been as busy as I am. You would think in quarantine and being, you know, pretty much confined to one space, it, things would be a little bit more yeah. relaxed, but it's a very busy time. I'm actually consumed a lot. I'm learning a lot of new tools to teach my subject. So there's a lot of reading involved with that. I started reading... And this might be a little bit of a not I don't think it's a spoilers, but a little bit of a, you know, a look ahead for this whole Pathfinder series. I started reading Francesco um, uh, Heart of Darkness, which we've talked a lot about because yeah. as we were continuing oh, in wow. on this journey, Heavy. it gets it gets a little, you know, interesting. Um, Heart of Darkness has some influence in book three. 
Yes. Well, well listen, let, let's not jump ahead here. We're going to get to all of that. We haven't even started talking book about the seven, book. And you're not going to believe. Oh, which, my goodness. I just want to know what you're reading right now. All right. Let's not yeah, keep promoting. So Heart what of Darkness is what I, I have Great. by my bedside table. I get into it. I really enjoy it. And then I pass out about six seconds later. So Yeah, yeah of course. Well, I'm like welcome, 30 pages in. being our age and trying to read before bed. I just I can't I know, do it. It's so like, hard. I know. I, I have to read in the morning. Francesco, what are you reading? I am... Um, well, I'm I'm editing a manuscript right now, so I'm not reading anything. But my next book is right here on my desk, and it's called Fleischman is in Trouble. Um, it's actually a Random House book that's gotten a lot of attention. It's supposed to be fantastic, so I'm super super excited to read it. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I am I am just um, chugging down my afternoon. I can Aaron see. was staying on, on brand and drinking some wine. Yeah. Woo! All right. At ten thirty so in the listen, morning, Aaron. Um, I as, can't as, believe it. <laughs> They'll never know, you know what time what, of day this is. It doesn't even what the fuck time? Who knows what time, time is anymore? Matter. Like it's time is whatever yeah, time I say it is, and I always is say time? it's happy hour. Yeah, okay. time. It is. It is always happy hour. Okay. All right, listen, we got to get into this, gentlemen. Let's do it. Um, one of our one of our sort of signature things is we we have the Queen's queries, and we always like to have eight questions for guests. And normally we ask uh, certain questions, but Scott, because you're here today and you're going to be talking uh, a little bit about the book and about the three of us, um, I changed up the Queen's queries. Oh, you, wow. you sort of already went into number one before, but I, I'm going to start again, and maybe you could tell us a little bit more about yourself. So first question of the of the podcast, Scott Saradarian. Yes. Who are you? <laughs> who am I? Well, that's a quick, you know, existential question I'll just throw out there. Uh, yes. Well, you can take it any way you want. Oh, man. okay. You know, well, can... I am a good friend of the Queens, hopefully. Yes. I've known <laughs> these you. Queens hopefully. for a long time. <laughs> And we'll see how this goes. Yeah. All right. We'll see how this goes. Uh, well, we'll see how many listens this gets. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So I don't, I don't know where to even begin. I am a happily okay, married do you have a family. I have yeah, a, yeah, I have a family, great family. Okay. Uh, two great daughters. Uh, I work at a great Names, school. You better give them a shout out. Yeah. Okay. Give them a shout out. Bella and Gigi are the daughters, and they are Woo! also fans when. When it's uh, safe for school, some episodes get, you know, a little bit risque, but they're huge fans of the Queens. <laughs> and, we'll, um, we'll keep this one. We'll keep this, this one. one will be PG. Thank so you so much. Yeah. So, and uh, I, I like family, friends, and Frisbee. Okay. Nice. Love it. Oh, the triple Fs. All right. And now, and we do know um, what you do. Uh, you're, you're currently teaching filmmaking at, at George School, and right. you are a filmmaker. I mean, you've made films. You've, you've worked with Francesco in the past, and we'll get into that. But um, yeah. I think we have a little bit of idea of what you do. Yeah. And you're kind of like the resident, like, we, we ask you a lot of questions about this process and we have along the way because you You're like our you silent know a lot tech support. This. Well, look, I am, right, I have to like say very enough about me. I'm really proud of you guys. This came with a germ of an idea over drinks probably. And just like, can we do yeah. this? And now mm. look at you guys, you're doing remote simultaneous recordings, high fidelity. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. Yeah, we are, We're baby. Yeah. Watch high out, girl. The queens are coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next... The next question is is more about like your, you know, the origin story of you and Francesco. Yeah. So why don't okay. you guys tell our, our listeners a little bit about how you came to be as friends? How did you meet? Where yeah. did it all begin? Well, we met, we met yeah, in sorry, go. college at NYU. I was Six there for writing. Ago. Scott was there for directing. It was 1990. 
three, I think. Yeah. And yeah, it was. And um, we met in Scott's dorm room because we had a mutual friend named Diane. Scott was wearing a white t-shirt and a vest was and I? jeans. Yes. And I was like a little dazzled by the vest. Okay. I just thought it was Francesco, a bold choice. Francesco loves the I vest. love a vest. I mean, Everyone just, knows that. Um, the t-shirt and vest are a bold choice. It was strange. It was early I mean, 90s. It was the 90s. Yeah. But Scott, I think we went to Webster Hall. Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was a nice kind of launching point for our... Yeah. Everything, honestly. It well, then fun, we lived together that summer. Right. We stayed in New York that summer. We both went to school. Well, you took classes, right? Or did well, you just... Is that the no, summer I that take... I met you? know, I met you the next yes, summer? it's that summer. That was 94. It was. Oh, yeah, I we met, met in the fall in 93, 94. yes. And then we lived yeah, together that, that summer. Right, right. Yep. Right, yep. and I met you guys in June of 94. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I... I mean, I had actually kind of, because I knew Diane and those people from, you know, from sort of Tish. So I kind of, I don't actually remember if I sort of knew Scott a little bit before I, I knew you, Rocky. Like, that could be, that I could just, be. Because, like, I'm just not sure, because I think that maybe I was introduced to you guys through Diane or something over in Carlisle when you were living together. Like, I don't, I don't know how that came to be, yeah, yeah. but that was sort of how I got involved. Do you remember in the first night we so all I mean, went out was, socially? Yes. I mean, that's that summer a lot happened. And I don't want to get into too much because your daughters are going to be listening Wait, to this. Wait, did we go but to that a was, Fez Lounge? Yes. And I have, the, Rocky, that's where you wrote, I wrote something on a napkin and it's dated yeah. in June of, of 94. And that to me is the first night that we became friends because we went to Fez Lounge and I kept yeah. napkins wow. that, wow. that night. Yeah. And Scott was wow. there, the three of yeah. us. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. So yeah. listen, next question. I know that you guys have collaborated and worked together before in, in various different ways. And that in and of itself is a podcast when we talk about the past and, right. and things that have happened. But I mean, how the hell did you decide that a graphic novel was going to be sort of like your next big journey together as, as artists? And like, how did this come to be? It's... It is like, this could be an hour long story, but the cliff Please notes don't. are- Please don't. The cliff okay. notes are, <laughs> Scott, I'm gonna just dive in. Go. I was home, I was living in Brooklyn. I was in my apartment alone. I was watching Click, the Adam Sandler movie, uh, where he controls uh, his life with the remote control. The, yeah, the, the, the classic. I left a message, I called Scott, I left a message probably like on your answering machine and said like, we should write Click 2. <laughs> like make some fast money and let's just do it. I don't know why I was so inspired by that. <laughs> Scott, I went to Scott's house. I was, I slept over the night before Easter. I was with my ex, Sean. In the morning, Scott said, I would love to work on something new with you. I think I would love it to have some heart and soul. And he started to explain this idea that he had about five kids um, who are about 12-ish years old who sort of go through a big life change in the middle of beating one another and working together. They sort of transform. That's sort of where we left it. Okay. And it and, and, and became a so television pilot. Journey. And then a friend who read the television pilot said, you should make this a graphic novel. I mean, that's okay, a now, very you short have, story. Did you have any experience other than maybe publishing some Francesco, but like, did you have any sort of real experience with a graphic novel? Because they're so specific the way that they are written and set up. It's not like writing a traditional 
book, you know, which is something you've done. So were you sort of surprised that it was going to turn into a graphic novel? Like, were you... Did it surprise you that this is what it landed on? Well, we said no at first. And then we went out to dinner at Spice Market. And after a couple of glasses of wine, we, I was like, mm. we should do it. Let's do it. And we said we would do it. And the learning curve has been pretty steep. I think that's fair to say. That's cool. It's very cool. Well, so listen, well, uh, okay, if oh, I can Scott, just, go ahead. just you, you can talk. Yeah, to thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that was a, a great kind of synopsis. However, I think that there's a lot of natural analogy to this type of storytelling than things yeah. that we have done in the past. Yes, yes, and that's a good point. Yes. Conceiving of a graphic novel, it is very similar to, it's, you know, you deliver a manuscript and it's very similar yeah, to a yeah. script, theatrical script uh, for film or theater. And you actually, the storytelling is very visual, but it's also, it's, it's essentially you are writing different elements of a script. Like you have to write dialogue because there's word bubbles. So you're seeing right. all the dialogue, right. but you're not hearing it from an actor. So you are writing right. and conceiving very much similarly than things that we have done. So right. in one way, it was very new, very different. In other ways, it but felt it was a natural transition. Like, yeah, that's, 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 cool. a good, that's a good detail for sure. That's yeah. very nice. So listen, I, I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy Ooh. of your forthcoming you? graphic novel, the Pathfinder Society. And yeah. so this now you kind of was a spoiler alert, but this first one of this series is called The Mystery of the Moon Tower. Yeah. And I have to say, it was awesome. I mean, it looks so good, you guys. It is I mean, I Thanks. I'll say it a little bit why I'm into the book and kind of why I think it's so cool being like a forty five year old adult man. But <laughs> that's um, our target demographic. Right. You just, why don't you tell me just a little bit about the story and what sort of inspired you to sort of make it and and go in the direction that you did with this with this story and and I mean use this moment to quickly give an overview of the story too if you want what's All right. it about well uh, so it is about five kids who have to come together through a camp activity and go on a journey that they feel like will just be a little bit of a rainy day distraction. And what they end up going on is a path literally that starts unfolding more and more that they discover is being left behind. They're being led along on this path by someone who's been dead for almost a hundred years. And this person has through the, through the allure of a treasure, which is always a really good motivation, mm, uh, have a has hunt. been leading them down this path further and further. And the further they go, the more complications they deal with, inspired by many of the source materials that Francesco and yes. I have been yeah. inspired by as kids, the Goonies. and Right. And I mean, I think that really translates. I mean, that's what I was saying. Indiana like, Jones, to me, yeah. it really, the, the inspiration translates, and that's why I'm so into it. You know, there's something about it that sort of feels like a, something that I'm sort of familiar with as an adult. Yeah. Like, it's such a, it's, I, I love it. It's really yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think just to add one quick thing is, is, and this is something that we really talked about from the beginning and then really figured out in the writing, I think, but that that path also leads these five kids to discovering a bit who they are. And that's a mm -hmm. really important theme for us. And so that's been a really interesting thing of how do you do that, how we make that happen without it actually being like, now they're transformed, you know, because that yeah, right. doesn't work. Right. So it's, it's a subtle growth through the, the first book for sure. Yeah. Now, when you... Uh, when you 
came up with this first, the first novel, the first installment in the series, did, were you thinking like, okay, if this were three, like this is what would happen or no? Were you sort of like, this is one and done? Oh. Or did you kind of go into it mm -hmm. thinking that there were going to be sort of multiple <sighs> books, which there are, they're going to be at least three, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So we I mean, did you know then, or mm. did you did you write the first one thinking about the trilogy, or were you just sort of like concentrating on, we on the had, first one? We had pitched four books, and um, our publisher, Penguin Viking, came back and said, let's start with two. So we had two in mind, and okay. as we were writing, finishing up book one, or finishing up the manuscript of book two, they came and said, we want more. So we decided to sign up one more because we will tell this complete story in three books of this first okay. chapter of their lives. Uh, right, right. Well, hopefully, we, we hope. We can only hope there's many more. Right. And that they have ch the children of their own someday, and right. those children can have Right. Yeah, adventures. let's already talk about the rebooting in 20 years. That's good. I love it. <laughs> okay, great. We're working on the reboot. Great. Uh, perfect. Um, so, you know, we kind of just answered my next question a little bit about will there be more Pathfinders. Um, can, so moving out of that a little bit, can you just let people know what other projects you're currently working on? Um, whether it be something awesome for George School Scott, I, I actually got to watch the video that you made, Francesca. Oh, I sent it to Aaron. Oh, you did? Oh, um, that's it's, okay. It's, yeah. Yes, it's awesome. What did you think of that? Scott, you have a you have a real face for the camera, Aww. man. You look great. Yeah, you really do. Um, you look so good in that video. Aww. You really do. That's great. But what, so, what do you guys? What other projects are you working on right now? Like, what's what's other than surviving yeah. coronavirus? What you know? What creative projects are you working on? I I am working on 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 two other projects, both um, for YA for young adults. Um, one is um, a very autobiographical story, and one is um, a story about a young girl in Renaissance Florence, and they are polar opposites and they're actually really good for my brain because I feel very balanced in the working on both of them at the same time. That is very, very nice. Scott? Very busy. Well, I... Yeah, busy. I yeah. know. I'm like, I, I know. have She's some busy, cookies people. It's too today. Much. But it's good. <laughs> it keeps you moving. I opens a bottle of wine at noon. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Scott, what are you working uh, on? Well, creatively, I have been tinkering with an idea about the Oracle Adelphi, which is a Greek oracle who mm, yes. prophesized many things. I have a story about that. But that has been eclipsed by the Pathfinders. The Pathfinders has has become more enriching story-wise as we've gone on. So it's been feeding a lot of those creative urges. Mm. And nice. otherwise, I have been working pretty hard about some initiatives through teaching uh, specifically the video that you saw, I'm working on a new class that is hopefully giving kids powers to be literate when it comes to media, understanding what they're watching, understanding how it was made, why it was made, and then teaching them production tools so they can produce their own content that hopefully offers some constructive contributions and not That's just more cool. noise. You know, as a, as a teacher, like teacher to teacher, there is something so creative, creatively fulfilling about like developing your Definitely. your curriculum and your projects yeah. and sort of having that to do that. It really it does satisfy so many sort of yes. like creative needs. Um, I think that it's it's a great outlet. I told um, Scott I want to take his that. new class. Pent up creativity. <laughs> I know. I want to. Yeah, let's go. Well, you might have, be having yeah. to put yeah. it online. Right right we in. can all take it. Right. Um, just give us. Right. Just give us the Zoom login. 
Um, all right, so the last few questions, guys, we're just going to, they're going to be a little right faster. And um, I don't want to really put anyone on, you know, on the spot. Okay. Here, we'll go. Here we go. Um, can you each come up with maybe like three to five adjectives that would best describe? Oh, my God, Aaron. Okay. So like think think about each other. It just and just you know just the first few adjectives that come to your mind about about each other. I'll start. Okay. He's so got this. Francesco okay. is generous. He is loyal. He is creative, thoughtful, fun, <laughs> drunk. Not yet. <laughs> uh, soon drunk maybe. And, he might still uh, be from last night. Just a good time know. all around. Well, that's very nice. You you exceeded your five. Little, that's wonderful. I got a little. I don't know if I could come up okay, with five. Okay, Scott for him. is well, listen. Um, charismatic, enormously creative, open-hearted, tender-hearted, and um, extremely oh, caring. I oh, that was nice. I know. Really nice. You know, I think that I think that this this time that we are sort of all stuck in, it's really nice to remember the reasons why we're we're trying to reach out Absolutely. and stay connected to the people we care about. So I think it's nice to remind ourselves why why we're so involved with yeah. the people that we're involved with. Speaking of which, <laughs> let's get back to me. Give Can you five you guys ideas. Share a favorite. <laughs> No, I don't want them. Could you please, um, I'm afraid of what they might be. Could you guys share um, just quickly a favorite oh, memory yes. that involves the three of us? Something mm. that happened. I that feel just, like we, we all would all have the same first answer maybe. And it's when we went to Disneyland. Disneyland, Disney World, yes. When we were like 21. Disney World. We, that, but that summer that we met, we met we like were in Disney later. Yeah. And we stayed at the, a place called it was Wilson World. Like yes, yeah, like, oh yeah, it was Wilson World. God. Like a giraffe <laughs> world. That's disgusting. Like, yeah. But it was so fun. How many yeah. nights? Like two oh or three God. nights or something? Yeah. It was so like three fun. nights or oh something. My God. Yeah. I remember the tram ride. We were on the tram yeah. looking yeah, down. Everything was possible. Oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about everything that I, happened. And I had never yeah. I had never been to Disney tram. was my first time. Really? Yeah. I've only been twice oh, with you guys and then with Doug. Yeah. Oh, Scott, what about you? Well, I was going to say Disney. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, well, the tram ride, for some reason, that I just, that's like crystallized for me. That was just, you know, yeah. we had, we were just young and free. It was summer and there was a lot in front of us. Twenty twenty first. some tremendous memories yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, that's a great memory. Actually, well, can I say Rocky on that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, okay. I, I get yeah, sometimes can. tripped you up can. about our, our what I can. Our know that he's Francesco and Rocky. Well, well I, I remember Sinjin and Swan okay. hosting the, the <laughs> birthday party. So we hosted a yep. just what I remember is one of the best nights. I almost felt like the adjective that comes to mind that night was yeah. bulletproof. It was just so solid and positive and upbeat. And we surprised Rocky and Corey right. in your apartment. Actually, you were... Kimberly and I were so we were like a yeah. mafia couple. She oh had my like the god! Fall, right. had like the in the Kenny Sharp like, room, oh we god. had the entire Kenny Sharp room. We looked so good. And Marla helped us get yeah. you know get just you know VIP, and that was what your twenty third birthday maybe or I don't know. Yeah, I kind of almost forgot yeah. about that night. Wow. 
Oh, I that didn't. Such a that's a great night. one. Yeah, Scott. That we did a lot of planning. Scott and I worked oh hard God, on that. We had one. flyers for the party. Yeah, you know, I, I'll I'll just say for for mine, uh, it's it's not it's really not that recent anymore. But it's funny because Rocky was looking at yeah. the changes video right. last night and sending pictures, and like that weekend was just so fun. You know, like in that like weird middle of the aughts, like just to like go down to Pennsylvania and all just have like a fun weekend of like eating and drinking and reminiscing. I think it was like our ten year anniversary of being friends, right? And we yeah, had like, a, like a big chill right type of, four, like, that we you know, did it. come together. Totally. Yeah, it was cool. Well, I think we yeah, need to do it. another one soon, by the I way. It's like 25 years now. <laughs> 25. Um, so our last yeah. question, and then we have to wrap it up to keep this a microcast. <laughs> um, and, and I hate to ask this because this is sort of like the ubiquitous question right now, but I think it's important to answer. And it doesn't have to be serious yeah. or deep. All right. But what's one thing that you are each doing for self-care? During this quarantine. Um, I, my answer is right on the tip of my tongue because Scott and I just talked about it like an hour ago. Um, because I'm someone who sort of combines my creative work with my work life and my work life with my creative work and my friends with my work life and creative life. Having just one one apartment that I'm in and not an office and not life living out there in the world. I realize that it feels a little too much right now. So I'm actually choosing that on Saturdays I will do no work. There will be no creative work. There will be no writing, nothing. Saturdays are literally Your a Sabbath. full day off are my Sabbath. And that is that was decided today. So you are just, you yeah. can't <laughs> wait until kind tomorrow. Of. <laughs> it's like, kind of. That sounds great. That's very nice. Well, uh, Scott, what, what I'd you? like to be doing, I, I believe in the power of circulation. So just being able to circulate mentally, but more like more importantly physically i haven't been doing it as much because that video that you both have seen took a lot of time but yeah prioritizing that which gets really hard to do but definitely circulating some way shape or form that's what i'm trying to do for self-care and how about you nice. lips all right nice oh god i'm just trying to make <laughs> it through boo I'm just trying to make it through. Um, you know, one of the things I'm doing for self-care is just not trying to put any expectations right. on what I should be doing right now. Like, I am just trying to get through each day, get done what I have to get done, give myself time to eat some treats and to not worry about if I'm working out or if I'm like, I'm just trying to... Just yeah, be good. easy on myself, you know, and just get through this. Because I'm alone, you know, four weeks today, like being alone in a house. And it's like, it's just sort of, you know, I could I could start getting yeah, tough on yeah. myself about why I'm not doing more. I should be doing this. And I'm just, I'm trying not to. Uh, I'm trying to just keep everything afloat. Yeah. While <laughs> drinking all day. And then so, there's you know. the drinking. So listen, you guys, Scott, Scott Saradarian, Francesco. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much for having us. Um, for this. I think we want to remind everybody out there to yes. pre-order their copy of the Pathfinder Society, the Mystery of the Moon Tower, wherever they get their books. I have a big smile when you're saying that. Um, they can't really see perfect. my smile, but I'm I'm smiling. It's yeah. really. It's, it's real. I'm so excited for you guys. It's such a big deal, and it's perfect for kids eight to twelve. It's great for middle grade. Um, 
Kids are stuck at home. Get them this book. It's really exciting. Oh. You're going to love it. And um, you have a Queen's okay. guarantee <laughs> yeah. that it's gonna that your yeah. kids are going to love it. So you heard it here first, everybody. Um, and, you know, I think it's, the, like I said before, it's the kind of escapist adventure with, like, heart and soul that I think everybody could use yeah. right now. Um, so hopefully this quarantine proves this book to be a huge success. Um, thank so you thank so you guys. much. Stay yeah. safe, stay sane, thank you. stay healthy. Scott, please I give will. love please. to Corey and the girls. And um, I'll see, we'll see you, Francesco, and I'll see All everybody right. here, right. back here next week Bye. for another episode of <laughs> Queens in Quarantine. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.